Jamil, when he was in second grade, he learned English. It's Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. That's because he was an immigrant. He didn't know a lick of English. His second grade teacher, I love her name, Mrs. Lung. She's a breath of fresh air, Mrs. Lung. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yes. But she invested in Jamil. He's like, she after school, she'd spend hours with him to teach him how to speak English. Yeah, I can imagine the conversations that she had at home with her husband or family. Like, I am going to get this kid to be able to read and write because he cannot communicate. I'm going to do whatever it takes. Took a year. This was 22 years ago. Mm. He's now an author. I love that. He is so an much. author. And what he spent the last decade doing is looking for her to say thank you for spending so much time, but he kept hitting dead ends. Yeah, I don't think Miss Lung is on social media at all. And so, because that, I think you could narrow her down pretty easily if she were on social media, because not a lot of people have the last name of Lung. It was not any longer at that school, at that uh -uh. elementary school. She's gone. Yeah. Yeah. But he finally found her because of being an author. He went to a book signing. And so he's sitting there. He's, you know, signing his book. He's talking about his book. And all of a sudden, a man runs in. His name is Alan, I believe. And that is Mrs. Lung's husband. He reunited him. That's great. He said, I finally got to hug her again. Said thank you. Yeah. Isn't that great? Can you imagine being a teacher and all that time passes, and you don't know the impact that you've made, and yet something like this happens. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really just solidifies the choice that you made was the very one you needed to make. You know, and Mrs. Long represents just about every teacher. Mm. Think about that. Every teacher who's made an impact on all of these children's lives, because there's a Jamal for every teacher that is on the face of this planet. Absolutely. So listen, don't give up. Because you are making an impact. Robin Liz. His morning crew. I just have to ask, because Liz seems just a tad bit distracted this morning. It's Robin Liz in the morning on his radio. What in the world? is going on? Why so distracted? Well, okay, so I took um, a, a mission trip with my daughter years ago. We went to Romania. And I bought a couple of souvenirs. And one was a like a towel, a decorative little towel. Did you lose it or something? No. My husband and kids made dinner the other night. Yeah. And they made hot dogs. Hot dogs. And they made homemade chili, right? So they took my towel from Romania that I can't just run over there and get another one. And they put the pot of chili as though it were a trivet. And they put the pot on the towel. What's a trivet? So that's what you put a hot pan or pot on so that it doesn't scorch the counter so it you know it's just it it holds it you can oh. put them on a pot holder if you want to yeah but, that's what we do right but you can use a trivet that they used it has beads on it mm -hmm. like it's it's hand woven gorgeous and i don't get it like i it, I don't get it <laughs> because if it's decorative like that i mean you can tell okay where that, do you have it hanging I mean, if it's hanging, I get normally, it. Normally, I have it hanging. Oh, they touch those, too. But normally, I will What do you mean they touch those, two? I don't understand. Oh, the ones that are hanging, like, on the oven, on the little door handles? Yeah. Well, that's free game, right? That's not free game. If they have a pumpkin on them, if they've got a sweet little message, home sweet home, whatever... If, so you have a certain area you hang these decorative towels in. Yeah. So, yeah. So but, you usually don't... Uh, listen, I know... Where my wife hangs her decorative towels, and I don't won't touch them because I know I'll get in trouble. 
Okay, well, this one, I will say, was not hanging because I had replaced it with the pumpkin decorative well, towels. Would you? So you packed it away and put it out right. in the garage or no, attic? No, because it's not like holiday-esque or seasonal. Well, where it's, was it? It's It was in the drawer next to the oven in the back. Where the, where Behind the pot holders wait. and the dish towels. There is a sorry. dish towel and then there is a decorative towel. No, sorry, sorry. You had it in the same drawer as the rest of the towels that can be used and pot holders. That's free game. Okay, so that would be like me going into his toolbox, getting a drill, and going in and cleaning, I don't know. Like filing my fingernails with it or something. No, I don't know. I'm just that was that. No, that is not the right analogy. <laughs> okay, I'm trying. No, I'm reaching. That would be. Listen, see this one that's on display. That is in. That's in like a a, a box or something like that on the mm. wall. One of those. No. You don't touch that one. But if it's in the tool drawer, you use it for the tools. No. Yes. If it has beads on it, if it has anything that marks it as decorative. What drawer was it in? It was in a drawer with other towels. Free game. It is not free, free game. game. You got to find a different place to put that towel. Okay, so, okay. No reason to be ad- mad at Joey. So if your suit jacket is hanging in the closet next to a t-shirt, I can wear said suit jacket to mow the lawn. It's in the same That's place. That's not the same That's thing. An ana- yes, it That's is. That's the worst analogy. How? It's a suit. It's not this a. Is, wait, it's a suit. I'm backing up. It's a suit. Decorative towel. No, it's a towel. There's a difference. To a guy, there's a towel. It's a towel. I mean, listen. No. Scott lives this world too. Who does our news? He lives this world. <laughs> listen. It is a towel, right? Now I've been politely warned by my wife. She has them in the bathroom. <laughs> politely. In the kitchen. I have no problem with the bathroom, but when it's hanging over the stove handle, staring at me, saying, dry your hands, go ahead. That one is the one that really gets me. It's but really it's a towel. not saying that, Scott. It's saying home sweet home or no. <laughs> pumpkin patch or something like that. Listen, I, un- I understand if it's hanging in a certain place, but if you put it away in the drawer where everything else is. I'm going to say James just texted and said it's free game. Yes, James. I'm sorry, James, Scott, Joey, Hayden, Luke, all the boys in my family, and Rob, uh-huh. you're wrong. No. It's a decorative towel. It has a bead. It has a pumpkin. It has put a it in coffee a spot. mug or a recipe. She needs to put it in a spot it. where it's not with the rest of it. Rob and Liz. His morning crew. So Joey is Liz's husband. Poor guy got in trouble the other day because he was cooking and he went into the the drawer where the potholders and the dish towels are, and he grabbed the decorative towel that was very rare from, from Romania. Mm-hmm. I can't replace it at Target. Yeah, but it was in the wrong drawer. And listen, if it's in the drawer, it's we're thinking, oh, well, we can use this one. This is a pretty one. I like it. And put it in, put the pot on it. You know, so she he used it as she called it like a turvis or something. A trivet. Oh, I was like, what in the world are you a talking about? Trivet. Listen, I don't know what that means. I, I do have to back up though, because you just said, Oh, this one's decorative and pretty. So yeah. you noticed there was a difference yeah. which should immediately in your brain put on the No, no, sound because effect. the drawer you put it in. Mm-mm. You're okay. purposely you, you, I would think it's purposely in this drawer to use. See, and I think 
using that same thought process that if my husband's suit is hanging in his closet next to his t-shirt then you're saying I can wear his who suit who hung it there to mo- uh, not me who hung it there? Clothes, no. But who hung it there? I can mow the lawn. Who hung in it there? His suit. Is that is he that did. a real thing in your closet? That there's a suit next to a probably not a t-shirt, but more of a button-down or something like that. Okay, but you I don't mean, use a button-down shirt to mow the lawn. He might have a t-shirt in, in there, a sweatshirt. I Come know he's on. got sweatshirts. Okay, Come on. Cindy, silly, texted and said, "Would you let your husband mow the lawn in his suit?" Honestly. If that's what he wants, if my man wants to look good while he's well, finish, mowing the lawn, finish what ahead. she said. She said, find another spot for them towels. Come on. Also, I have realized, <laughs> here's what I love, Cindy. Also, I have realized there are times, and she said this, when men or kids do such things to watch the fireworks afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> they do it just to mess with you. No. Brittany, if it's a towel, she texted, if it's a towel they know not to use when it's hanging up, they should know not to use it for just any time if it's in a drawer. I'm getting married in 18 days, and I guess I'll have to make sure he knows the rules. Uh, Whoa. No. Brittany, just find a drawer for your decorative towels. I like that. She's going to lay down the towel rule. It's going to get used (laughs) if you you put it in the the common drawer. No, it shouldn't get used. It's going to get used. Listen. No. Lenora's here at 800-447-7234. Your thoughts, Lenora? I am sorry, but I got to go with Lee. Lenora, have you established what the decorative towel is in your family? It, it is true. There's also places that I hang them and they know, but I also have drawers. And sometimes I have mixed them. I'm not going to lie. I have mixed oh, them. Oh, see, fair game. Fair game. Oh, no. No, oh, yeah. Fair yeah, game. But but it's like you see them, you know them, you can tell that they're beautiful, they're clean, they're embroidered. And they they're in the deep. wrong drawer. Nope. Fair game. Nope. <laughs> Robin Liz, his morning crew. There's so many different thoughts about the decorative towels. Now, here's what happened, okay? Joey, Liz's husband, used a decorative towel as a pot holder for something that he and the boys cooked at home. Right. Liz was not happy about this. But, however, once we learned that Liz had this in the same drawer, it was not hanging somewhere. It was in the same drawer as the other pot holders and dish towels. But it has been hanging in a place, a special place. Yeah, but it was demoted. It was demoted for the pumpkins and the pumpkin patches. It demoted right into the, <sighs> the drawer where you grab something and you use it. Right. And then I got ganged up on. <laughs> you did not get kicked up on. A little bit. No. Joyce texted. <laughs> Joyce texted and said, Liz, they're men. Save your breath. You'll live longer. <laughs> well, that's true. That is true. That is true. Wendy texted and said, I'm with Liz about the towel. They had to go past usable towels. You see? To get to the decorative one. But she said, I have several towels hanging on the oven handle and I've had to acquiesce to no longer have decorative towels because my family uses every single one of them. But she used a big word. What in the world is acquiesce? That means she has had to relent, give in to the fact that she's not going to be able okay, I get it. to use those anymore. Another text? Allison. Oh, boy. Listen up. If it has beads or it's decorative, it is not fair game. And I use the analogy of 
So you're saying I can mow the lawn in my husband's suit because it's, it's hanging next to a T-shirt. That's ridiculous. She said suit analogy is exactly no, the same. No, no. Sorry, Allison. It's, it's Much exactly love for you, Allison. the same. Much love. Oh, boy. Now Kristen wants to chime in. 800-447-7234. Yes, Kristen. I'm, I'm sorry to take the guy's side. <gasps> Thank you. It really is free game, and I'll tell you why. My parents have a towel that that their their siblings, my dad's siblings, gave that has my grandmother's recipe for shrimp purbu on it, written on it. They cop, you know, they took the actual handwritten thing, sent it to a person, and they screen printed it on the towel. They framed that special towel. If it's in a drawer with other towels, I'm sorry, but it is free game. I feel betrayed. I, I feel I betrayed. You. I love you too, but <laughs> she listen. She had it in a drawer with the other stuff. Okay, she did. She okay. did. Put it in a different drawer. Yes. I'm sorry, Liz. No, I I I love you. I forgive you. But all I know is when I mow the lawn, I'm wearing my husband's suit. Robin, Liz, his morning crew. Kyra was so excited. She was going to go home for summer, and then something happened at the airport. It's Robin Liz in the morning, his radio, so she got a pet fish. She's like, I can't wait to bring my pet fish home. It's been with me this whole time, but she got stopped by TSA and said, we're so sorry. You can't bring that on, but she can't. She couldn't do anything at that point. No, I mean she was stuck. I, you know, I guess the person who dropped her off at the airport, or maybe the Uber driver, took off, and so Theo which is the name of her fish, was just sort of left in limbo. What's Theo going to do? And what is Kyra going to do? It's like, this is my fish. I want to bring my fish home. So a couple of people at the Southwest desk said, hey, we'll help you. We got it. We'll we'll fish sit (laughs) for the entire summer until you come back. Four months. Four whole months. She just got reunited with Theo, which I'm sure, you know, they saw each other. It's the way I picture it because it happened at an airport. Like she came off the plane. Theo's waiting there. They run to each other. He's got a bouquet of flowers for her. <laughs> you know, she picks him up. She a swings him around. Banner. I know. It's a whole thing. But <laughs> Right? Pet, pet fish sat. Fish sat. For four months at the Southwest desk. Oh, that right. is that is so crazy cool that those two people at Southwest actually did that for this college student and its pet fish. Yeah. So they're reunited. They're back in college. I know. I, I've studying really, really hard. Really hard. Theo's helping her out. You know, they're doing some little testy with each right? other. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if you've ever been asked to do something to help somebody and how long that was. It'd be interesting to hear at 800-447-7234. As a matter of fact, Scott understands about a fish sitting because i think you've done this scott your family what no i'm so thankful for fish sitters it wasn't for four months it was about four days my daughter when she was about four or five you know we got her one of those uh, little beta fish and the little tank that comes with it and we had to go out of town we had somebody come by you know feed it water it take care of it really nice evidently somebody's doing the lawn outside the news window They're doing a favor for somebody. Am I in a trim out here? Am I hearing the lawn people now? Is that your lawnmower? So in between news and talking to us, you're running out and trimming the hedges? We have the best landscaped area outside the studio here. Awesome. Patting yourself on the back for the good work you're doing. Hold on. I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Hear it? I was going to yeah. say, that's an air conditioner. No, that is a that's a. No, they're lawn. doing lawn outside the news window. Wow. <laughs> Great timing. Rob and Liz, his morning crew.
Just found out that Jake, one of our producers, is now an official, professional, licensed, and bonded. That part's not true. <laughs> no, that's not. Dog sitter. Actually, you're going to sit for, for Harlan's dogs, right? Harlan, who's here in the afternoon on his radio. Yes, I'm going to dog sit their dog while they go on a little bake hay in October. Nice. So how you how's this working for you? It's pretty good. Yesterday, I went over to their house so I can get warmed up to the dogs because... They have a German Shepherd, and he is his name is Chewbacca, and he's very protective over them and the kids. So I had to go over there, and we had to Caesar Milan that thing up. How did it work? It was pretty good. The yeah. dog was, you know, they this a dog, and it's gonna be protective. But I think before I left, I was able to pet the dog. So we're getting there. We're getting there. Oh, so you good. and Chewbacca are like besties now. Um, we're getting there. We're more of acquaintances mm-hmm. right now. Oh, so, okay. It's more of like roommates. I heard. <laughs> I don't know if this is true, but I heard they made you dinner. They sure do. Ooh, what'd Wait you have? They Harolyn's um husband Paul. Thank he you. made us he fajitas. Cooks. Oh, he's the cook. And he is the cook. Is it really all that? Is his cooking that good? Yeah, we had beef and chicken fajitas, <gasps> and it was choices. pretty busting. Wow, choices in the whole thing. Are you are you house sitting? And pet sitting, or just like you're going over there to take care of the dog? Well, I'm going to be there like all day, so kind of both. Okay, so you sleep at home, but you're hanging out with Chewbacca all day long. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, I'm You're cutting him a favor. All right. Oh, somebody else is sitting a pet, I think. This is Shelly at 800-447-7234. Well, it's funny that you mentioned it. Just yesterday, my boys and I were at our middle school returning some items that we had borrowed, and in the middle of the road were two tiny, tiny little kittens. Oh, no. And... They have been living underneath one of the trees in the car line at the school. Um, So they were holly trees. And so my husband and three boys had the adventure of climbing in the holly bushes to get these two little kittens. My kids are begging me to keep them. They've already named them Patriot and Veteran. That's cool. So if anybody needs them, let me know. Rob and Liz, his morning crew. I think in and out throughout the day yesterday, Liz was plugged into that funeral for the queen. It's Robin Liz in the morning, his radio. Yeah, I mean, I was. I wanted to see, you know, all the pageantry. And, uh, you know, I did. I I wanted to see how the family was reacting. And I did see when uh, they played uh, God Save the King that King Charles III who is now reigning uh, since the passing of his mom. Like, he had a tear in his eye, and I just, I I like to see that emotion, but I'm like, he needs needs something a little peppier for other, you know, not so uh, serious occasions where he's going as his theme song. Okay. I think he needs, like, and I did a lot of research, and I thought, the Charlie Brown theme? Eh, maybe not. Charlie Brown theme? Yeah, you know, where Schroeder's playing the piano, and it's just like, there's no words to it. Yeah, 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 like, that I know of or whatever. And then I thought, there was a TV show back in the day that maybe is the right thing. Oh, come on. Really? Don't you think? Yeah, that was the Charles in Charge show. Oh, I remember. Scott Bayo. Oh, Willie Ames. Yeah. Um, and I guess Scott Bayo. I don't remember the premise. I don't know why, because I used to watch this a lot. He was a nanny. Right, but didn't he lose his job? Like, that wasn't, he didn't grow up to want to be a nanny. But that's the way it ended. I, and I just remember t- him taking care of kids. He did, like three or four kids or something like that. And then his best friend always came in and was messing things up for him. And I mean, don't you think Charles in charge? 
Like, can't you just the see? The theme song for the... Can't you just see? Game? Like, when he shows up, he's got his crown on, his little his little furry cape. Like a baseball thing? Yeah. No, not like stuff. a walkout. You know what? It's a walkout song. It's a walkout song. King Charles III walkout song is right here. Oh, Charles boy. In she even knows the cheesy song. It's coming back to me. Robin Liz, his morning crew. I don't know if you're into scavenger hunts or not, but this seems to be huge. People are really getting into this scavenger hunt because right now it's online and people are looking for Choco Tacos. Yeah, they are. It's a big thing. I mean, they did do like one in person. Savannah Bananas was a part of it. Oh, man. Talk about a fun game to go right? to, right? <laughs> Death Valley, uh, this was one thing that they did. And Bellingham, Washington, they did, you know, in-person scavenger hunts for the Choco Taco. I got to ask Bellingham, Washington, why? I don't even know what that is. Yeah, okay. well, some people said Savannah Bananas. No, never. It's huge, never, huge. I'm telling never. you, Savannah Bananas are huge. Yeah. Okay, so here's the thing. We have a resident know how to hunt down a Choco Taco. Girl was on a mission. Ninja, who who is one of our producers. You yeah. got Jake and Ninja. And Ninja was like all over this for a breakfast one day. What's what's the tips on doing a scavenger hunt for a Choco Taco? Well, you can't give up too early because, you know, you, you got to be in it for the long haul. And everywhere there is a refrigerator, freezer. Freezer, And, and the yeah. places you wouldn't think about. Like, I found mine in side of a hotel lobby a hotel lobby you hunted down into a hotel lobby and found a choco taco Mm -hmm. just by chance yep like you didn't call them or try to plan it out or search online or anything like that exactly was it a certain hotel brand was it like a home two suites or a hilton or what was it i don't remember it's probably one of those yeah i think it was a home to suites or something i remember you talking about it but but you also Hmm. ate your choco taco once found not right away because, well, I found it, and then we were going to dinner, and then we came back, and I ate too much for dinner, and I was like, I don't want to waste it on a full stomach, you know? <laughs> and so the first thing I did when I woke up is I ate it because if for I didn't breakfast. eat it right away, it was going to melt. And you were eating your taco taco at like 5 in the morning. Yes, and it was great. To have your metabolism. It was so good. Can you share that? Because I think about Choco Taco, 20 pounds immediately well, on my body. She probably got up. You you got up and ran, right, first, and then you ate your Choco Taco. Yeah. Robin Liz, his morning crew. When you think of rubber duckies, what comes to mind? Is it the rubber ducky in the bathtub? Yeah. Is it that derby thing that can happen, you know, in rivers where oh, they're right. raising yeah. money, rubber duckies? Is it something you give to your dog as a play toy? <laughs> I don't know. And how big is this rubber ducky? They can be all different sizes, they can. I'm little sure. Teeny, there's little teeny tiny ones. Mm-hmm. Or they can be 61 feet big. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good I grief. know. That's huge, isn't it? 61 feet high, 69 feet wide. 79 feet across and weighs 8,000 pounds. That is the inflatable rubber ducky that's outside the Detroit Auto Show right now. Oh, my. Oh, okay. It's as big as the building. Do you know why? I th- I think so. Okay, why? Okay, I've owned a couple of Jeeps in my life. Mm-hmm. My son has a Jeep. And other Jeep enthusiasts will leave rubber duckies on your like running board, your windshield, um, just to signify, 
hey, I see you there. She nailed it. Jeep okay. actually invested in this gigantic rubber ducky outside oh. the Detroit Auto Show. I thought maybe it was an enthusiast, like somebody that loves Jeeps. Yeah, I didn't know it was the Jeep. The people who own Jeep. They really love Jeeps, <laughs> they? Don't really they really love Jeep. <laughs> Robin Liz. His morning crew. Okay, this is pretty amazing. You could win. You could win. You could win $100 a week for an entire year with his radio. Hi, it's Robin Liz in the morning. So the first day, fill up where you win $100 a week for an entire year is a way that you can fill his radio's tank. And you could literally win a way that your tank will be filled up as well. Groceries and gas an entire year because you're helping to support his radio. All I can think of is diapers. You know, my daughter's expecting twins and already has one under two. All I can think is just $100 worth of diapers every single week. Right. But whatever it is that came to mind when you heard $100 a week, that's what you could use it for. And it's just part of our fall share-a-thon that starts on October 18th. You'll be helping to share the hope of Jesus with others. And I know that you give to his radio not because... You want to win $100 a week for an entire year. And there's somebody who's helping make that a reality, by the way. We're so grateful for our business ministry partner who's doing that for you. But the thing is, you're helping to bring encouragement. It's found right here at his radio and always pointing the way to Jesus. So here's what we encourage you to do. Give your gift now and you'll automatically be registered to win the fill it up $100 a week for an entire year. Just text the word GIVE to 800-447-7234 or even the word FILL to that very same number. That'll tell you more about filling up your tank for a whole year. 800-447-7234. Robin Liz. His morning crew going on a cruise. You can work from a cruise ship. You get the Wi-Fi package, get the whole thing. I don't know. Some... I've been on a couple of, I've actually, believe it or not, I've worked on a couple of cruise ships. I know that sounds what? crazy. Yeah. So, but some of the Wi-Fis are horrific when you're out at sea. Well, okay. So there is a cruise line that they, they have started selling. I don't think they've actually taken this cruise yet, but they've started selling. They have the Wi-Fi package that is crazy good from what they say. Okay. What they say. No no reviews on it yet. Um, but it is a cruise where you could work your entire year remotely. It is a cruise that never comes back home. You are on this cruise permanently. You know, I've heard some people when they're getting ready to go into an assisted living facility mm. that they go on a cruise instead and it, go around the around the world. You know what? It's not a bad idea. Somebody is there to cook your meals, clean your room. Mm -hmm. There's medical personnel. Entertainment nightly. Right. There's exercise. You have a workout room. You yeah. have excursions where you can, like you say, say see the world. Right. So this is Storylines is the name of the, the cruise company. And they're selling out. Like they're starting. I can't believe there's this many people or this much of a market for it. So if you get the smallest room, which is like 275 square feet. Okay, so that's a hotel room. That's just the bed much. and a really tiny bathroom. It's a Murphy bed, to tell you the truth. Oh, so really? you can put the Murphy bed up, and then you have a desk where you can work remotely oh, if you okay. want to. Not bad. It's a million dollars. Oh, for for <laughs> how long? For for a year. For one a million bucks for a year. But also on top of that I'm is out. a twenty six hundred dollar. I don't know if they call it like a living fee or an activity fee or something like that. Almost like an HOA. That you have to pay. Homeowners Association on a, a cruise bit, ship. A little bit. Now, if you want the macked out 
room. Okay. It's 1,900 square feet. Uh, yeah. Eight million. <laughs> See, Eight. there's a certain class of people that can afford this and will enjoy themselves. And it ain't us. Mm-hmm. Robin Liz. His morning crew. Well, this is like a trend for tech type of work in Canada where there are people without telling their employer that they're working two or more jobs at the same time. I know, right? Mm. So while they're working for one, they're doing work for another and possibly a third and and crunching it all in in a 40 hour week. Some people have to have to stretch it to like 14, 15 hours to get all the work done that they're doing. Oh, okay. I thought you meant that an employer hires somebody for 40 hours and they're not only working on that employer stuff, but other people's. Yes, some people are able to do that. There are some that are doing that in Canada. Mm. There are others that are like, I can't do that. I'm more like a 12, 14-hour workday. Like, if you have a side hustle, my thing is work your 40, you know, I would work my 40 for my employer. You work the main job as the main job, and then you've got side work that you're doing. And if the main job requires you to do a main thing at the main job, you've got to do the main job. Yeah. Right? And then the side hustle is in your side time, your extra time. But, wow. And then not, you know, I mean, if you you got a side hustle, I would think that you would let, you know, the employer know. Well, there's one guy that said, I was reading, that he found out that one of his employees employees were doing that. He says it's really not necessarily a firing offense no. in his mind. Oh. He said he said, you know, my place will let these people go. However, he said I'd rather have one person working on one job because they'll yeah. do a better job for me instead of their brain all these other different places. Right, distracted for mm-hmm. sure. And also if there's a conflict of interest. I mean, if you're working for say and just, you know, throwing it out there, if you're working for McDonald's and on the weekend you're working for Burger King and it's a management that's a conflict of interest. Right, that's what yeah. I'm saying. So if if Burger King doesn't know that McDonald's, you know, then there's there's probably a problem there. In that area. Yeah. yeah. And these are techie jobs and so these are tech people doing tech type of things. And one person doing three jobs? I know. Ain't no spare time there to relax. No, their whole time is just spent doing work. Work.